0: What's going on guys? Welcome to this episode of Healthyish with Nutrish Mish and I'm excited for this episode because you guys requested it. I asked on our Instagram, I said, listen, I want to make sure I'm doing content on exactly what you guys want to hear about and a ton of you reached out and asked, how do we do barbecues healthy? I'm going to tell you how to do that, but I want you to think of it more of like healthy barbecue hacks, like how to healthy hack a barbecue because i Listen, I could be like, eat the crudité, and you know, make sure you drink a lot of water. But like, those aren't real tips. <laughs> those it's not going to work in in real life. Um, I'm going to show you how to actually be able to go to a barbecue, enjoy yourself, and also not let it affect your waistline or your goals or your weight loss goals, whatever you're trying to do for yourself. There. All right. So I've done this in seminar form many, many times. So this is a topic I'm very well versed in. So I'm going to give you every single tip and trick I have in the book. And if you guys know that you want to hear about a certain topic, a certain thing about nutrition, a certain thing about weight loss, follow us on Instagram and private message me, slide into my DMs. I want to hear it um, or just put it on your story and tag us because I want to make sure we're giving you guys exactly what you want to hear. All right, so let's dive in. I've helped thousands and thousands of people navigate the summer successfully and you know what? In my opinion, summer, I feel like summer's harder than the holidays because the holidays, it's like a month maybe like you know i feel like the the parties kind of start you know maybe mid-december it's very it's condensed it's not that it's not that bad when you look at it over time but summer is tricky because it's kind of three months and every weekend is a party or two or three so you can do a lot of damage in over long periods of time especially when you kind of get in the habit of being lax and then we you know pop into september and you put your jeans on and you're like what the hell just happened so I'm going to make sure that you guys don't have that happen to you. All right, so let's dive in. The first thing I want to address when it comes to barbecues is someone somewhere along the way decided that it's a really great tip to give people the idea that you should, quote unquote, save your calories if you have a big event. This is the worst thing you could possibly do for yourself for a few reasons. and I'm going to explain why to you. Logically, it sounds wonderful. It says, okay, let me save my calories so that I'm still consuming the proper amount of calories. The problem is is that weight loss is way more complex than calories in, calories out. And even if you have the right amount of calories, if they're concentrated all at one time, if they're concentrated at the end of the day, if they're made up of all carbohydrates, you're still going to gain weight from it. The problem with the concept of saving your calories, well... On the surface level, it sounds like it might work. The reason that it doesn't, it does two things. The first thing it does is you're going to go to that barbecue starving, ravenous. I call this, I, I, before before hangry was a thing, I called this breadbasket feeling. And what breadbasket feeling is, if you've ever gone out to dinner and the breadbasket comes and you're hungry, what happens? You freaking demolish it, right? And then you eat your appetizer, whatever, entree. And then by the time your entree comes, like you're going to eat it because it's there, but you don't have that same sense of urgency. So when you're hangry or you have bread basket feeling or boring terms, low blood sugar, because that's really what it is, your body biologically is going to make you crave high calorie food because your body's like, oh shit, I'm starving. And biologically, it's going to make you crave those high-calorie foods. It goes back to hunter-gatherer days. So now you're going to crave high-calorie foods. You're also going to crave sugar and simple carbs because that's your your body knows that's going to hit your blood sugar the quickest and get it elevated the quickest. Nobody's going to crave you know chicken when they're starving. You're going to crave bread, carbs, sweets, things like that. And it's de- by design. Your body's trying to save you. It thinks you're starving. So the worst thing you could do for that one reason is to save your calories. The other reason that it doesn't work is it kind of promotes this restrictive feeling. And whenever you feel restricted, and I've talked about this in many episodes, and you feel like you can't have something, it's all you're going to want. So from a mental point of view, a psychological point of view, it's setting you up for failure in that respect. And then from a physiological or biological point of view, you're also set up for failure to completely binge and go crazy. So the first concept I want to make sure you get down, concept number one, do not do not save your calories. It doesn't work what should you do then? I would say eat relatively normal. If you want to kind of get bonus points, a pro tip, you can kind of eat small and frequent leading up to the barbecue, but you don't want to go in hungry. You also don't want to risk eating a full meal and then putting more food on top of food at the barbecue. Assume you're going to eat at the barbecue, eat relatively normally leading up to it. If you want to break your meals down into maybe same quantity, but smaller bits, that that's one possibility that you could do. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to make the biggest difference in the world, but it'll make a slight difference if you want to get some little bonus points there. So make sure you eat relatively normally the day of. If I have two people, one person starves himself all day and goes to a barbecue and eats a ton, and the other person actually eats normally and then goes to a barbecue and eats a ton, the second person has a better chance than the first person. I hope that makes sense to you guys. If you have questions on it, shoot them in to me in a DM at Mish on Instagram, and I will be more than happy to explain it to you. All right, that's number one. Do not save your calories. Okay, so let's break down like the components of a barbecue, right? So you get there, there's kind of like the chippy, appy things, right? And then there's the actual food and there's alcohol and then there's a the dessert. So we're going to kind of like hit each one and then talk about what to do after or the next day. All right, so let's start with the chippy, appy stuff, right? So that'll be like, you know, chips, if there's a veggie platter, if there's, you know, dips and things like that. You can do a couple of different things with this. So option one is... This is what I do, actually. I am not a food person at a barbecue. I've had a million hot dogs and hamburgers in my life. They're not super exciting to me. I do the same thing at weddings. I don't love wedding food. I've had the rubbery chicken plenty of times in my life. But I love me a good cocktail hour, and I love me some apps. So I will make that my meal and possibly just skip out on the burger or the hot dog. You can totally make a meal around that stuff. Now, if you want to make sure that there's something there that you can munch on, The things I like to recommend bringing, there's two things. Obviously, you could bring a veggie platter or crudite. That's always fine to do if you just wanna kind of munch on something without having to worry too much. The other thing I really like to bring is shrimp cocktail because first of all, you look like the best guest ever because who doesn't love a good shrimp cocktail ring? Also, it's super high in protein and it's also very low in calories. So you can eat quite a bit of it, and it will fill you up, and it's kind of more exciting than the veggie platter. So that's, that's, those are two things that you can bring. So if you want to bring something and you're like, hey, it's for you, but really it's for me, uh, those are two great suggestions if you want to just kind of have something you can kind of munch on and not have to worry too, too much about it. So that's one option is just saying, you know what? I just want to make the appy chippy stuff my meal, and that's okay to do. Another option is you want to allow yourself to have that, and especially if you really like those things. But I've, I can't tell you how many barbecues I've been to where I'm having a conversation with a person, and it almost appears as though their arm is somehow detached from their brain. They're having a conversation, and their arm keeps going like from the chip bowl to the mouth, from the chip bowl to the mouth, without any real semblance of consciousness <laughs> that it's going on. So my suggestion is you want to eat what you want, but you want it to be semi-controlled. So my suggestion is take a plate – Put whatever you want on the plate and pick a number. Let's say for the barbecue, you get three plates or you get one plate an hour or whatever it may be. That way, you're still getting what you want. It's just more controlled. You're more conscious of it. And if you're kind of just kind of navigating the waters of eating healthy and weight loss for the first time and going to a barbecue, this is a great way to start just being conscious of how much you're actually eating. So those are the two ways that I like to handle the appetizer appetizery stuff that would be at a barbecue. First, bring something that you know that you can kind of munch out on. It could be like, you know the veggie platter it could be shrimp cocktail if you have any other suggestions I'd love to hear them and then I would say you know you can handle it one of two ways you could either say you know what I'm just going to make this my meal and enjoy it and that's fine to do or another option would be all right I'm going to allow myself to have this but I'm going to make it semi-controlled and my goal is to be conscious of it and maybe have slightly less than I normally would and you could do that by giving yourself um, a budget per se of how many plates of that stuff that you'll allow yourself to have so two different really effective ways of handling that piece of a Thank you. Okay, so now let's dive into the food. There are a ton of barbecue foods. There's hamburgers, hot dogs, there's grilled chicken, there's steak. People do fish if you're going to a fancy one. There's kebabs, which is like one of the most underrated barbecue foods I feel like. So there's a ton of foods that range from super healthy to not super healthy. So I would take inventory of whatever's at the barbecue that you're attending and, you know, see how you did with the the apps and the chips and things like that. And if you did pretty well and you want to indulge a little bit more on the food, go for it. Now, the question I get asked all the time, and I'm sure this is going to come up, so we will address it now, the hamburger hot dog standoff, which is better? So I'm going to give you the pros and the cons to both, and then I'm going to give you my answer, which is just my opinion. In true nutrition fashion, you can argue anything anyway with nutrition. It's all about what means more to you and what you value. So I'm looking at a couple of different things. The first thing I personally always look at is quality, right? So a lot of people look at quantity first. So if we're talking about calories, And this can vary big time because it depends on how big the hamburger is, but a hamburger, not really talking about the bun, it can be anywhere from, I mean, if it's a tiny one, it could be 150, probably closer to 200 to 250 calories, maybe, give or take. We'll call it 200 just to be safe, right? So we'll call it 200. Now a hot dog is usually about half of that. A hot dog could be anywhere from 80 to 120 without the bun. So if you're a calorie person, you're gonna obviously think that the hot dog is the better choice, But nutrition, like I said before, is much more complex than just calories. I personally focus on quality more than anything. And that's not super popular to do in this country, but I've seen it work with thousands of people. And also, if you look in European countries, um, other parts of the world, they do focus on quality a lot more and they tend to be a lot healthier and leaner than us. So I always look at what's working. Now, if we're talking about quality, hot dogs are... Are an interesting food. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, if you can't identify the animal of origin, it's a big red flag to me. And I don't know, well I do know, but I'm not going to share with you and gross you out. Hot dogs are kind of like, whatever was left over kind of a deal. There's intestines in there, there's a lot of things. And there there are good quality hot dogs, like Applegate makes a decent quality one. There are there are ones that are, are decent out there, but your standard generic hot dog, I would never... Openly recommend unless you just wanted your summer hot dog and it wasn't a health decision necessarily. So I'm a big fan of quality over quantity. So my personal preference is I would I would tell you to go for the hamburger even though it is more calories. I can identify the animal and that's always a priority to me. <laughs> um, now if, for bonus tips, if you're if you're doing this for yourself or if you're grilling yourself, you can buy the good quality meat which. I'll get into a whole episode on this later and why I feel like it's important. But ideally, if you can buy, you know, the good quality grass-fed, humanely raised, um, antibiotic-free, hormone-free, all that kind of stuff, that's going to be your ideal go-to if we're talking about meat. So that's that would be my suggestion. But um, now, if you're hosting a barbecue, a big mistake a lot of people make with the food is you do all of your grocery shopping and all of your preparing and everything for the barbecue – But then you forget about the week ahead and you're like, oh no, my barbecue just ended. Now it's Sunday night and the last thing I feel like doing is running to the grocery store and getting things for myself for the week. So if you are hosting a barbecue, pro tip, plan out your meals for the week around the barbecue too. So if you're making grilled chicken, throw on some extra, throw it in the fridge, and now you just meal prep for the week. Do that with vegetables. Just make sure that you're thinking about the week ahead. That's a big mistake people make when they're hosting a barbecue for that reason. But also if you're attending one because If you normally do your grocery shopping on a Sunday, which a lot of people do, I've always noticed in the summer it happens a lot and whenever there's a holiday on a Sunday it happens a lot where people forget to do their grocery shopping and then they're kind of SOL for the week. So make sure that you're thinking about the week ahead, be it by making your own food on the barbecue or just kind of figuring out another day to get your shopping done or when you're going shopping for the barbecue, make sure you go shopping for your week as well. You're not going to want to do it on a Sunday after you just hosted People in the Heat, I promise you. Okay, so let's get to the alcohol piece of the barbecue puzzle here. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this because we went through it at length in our last podcast episode, and I'm going to repost the, the, uh, the link so you can check that out in the show notes. If you haven't heard that one already, definitely do a little deep dive into it because it goes into exactly how to drink in a situation like this and not gain weight gives a lot of great pro tips so you could check that out but the spark note version is my suggestion it would be obviously when you're at a barbecue there could be a lot of high calorie crazy drinks so anything that's frozen is going to be loaded with sugar loaded with calories you know your full kind of bodied beers um, wine could be a little bit crazy so my suggestion is you know maybe have one or two drinks that are on the higher calorie side if you'd like to try them And switch over to something that's a little bit less. So for example, uh, the spike seltzers that are so popular now, those are great. Those are about 90 calories each. Um, If you're doing something like a vodka club with a splash of lime or a splash of juice, that's a little bit better than... A vodka cranberry for example um you know if you're into beers you could do a cup like one or two full-bodied beers and then maybe switch over to a light beer so i just wouldn't have your entire day be devoted to high calorie drinks because that can add up really really quickly um if you don't mind not drinking that's an easy one to to maybe pass up for some people but make sure that you're you're staying hydrated no matter what because the main cause of a hangover is dehydration And when you drink a lot of alcohol, you quote unquote break the seal and then you end up losing a lot of fluids. Also, it's hot out and you might not be drinking as much water. So that is perfect storm for a brutal hangover, especially if you are over the age of 30. So my suggestion is no matter what you're doing drinking wise, make sure that you hydrate. That will help you out in some way, shape or form no matter what. Now to me, barbecue desserts are very hit or miss. Like of course, you can always get me with a good s'more, but a lot of times the desserts that are offered at barbecues are not like super exciting a lot of times they're half melty and gross and you know it's hot out and it's maybe a little heavy so this might be a time where if you're not really a dessert person or you're like you know what i can kind of pass this up that's where i would say like barbecues don't shine with desserts so barbecues are great with like the snacky stuff i think i think barbecues could be great with the food desserts are never like the shining moment for a barbecue so if it, you don't mind it, and again, you have to kind of talk to yourself like this, if you don't mind passing it up, that's to me at least a good place to pass it up. Um, there are There's a time and a place for desserts, certainly, but this is my own personal opinion, barbecues are very hit or miss. So if you're like me and you don't really mind passing it up, that's where I would say you can cut the corner a little bit there. Of course, if there's fruit or something, that's always nice. And like I said, sometimes there's good desserts there, but I would be a little picky and choosy about what you have at a barbecue dessert. So now let's say you have multiple barbecues in a weekend. My suggestion is I would focus on the food at one. I'd maybe focus on, you know, alcohol for another. And maybe I'd focus on desserts for a third one or something like that. You want to maybe just pick and choose your battles. So for example, if you're going to a party and you're like, you know what? It's a family party. I'm going to need to have a cocktail or two. Maybe spend a little bit more on cocktails there and maybe back off a little bit on, you know, the dessert or something like that. If you're going and you're like, no, this place, these these guys, they bring out the filet mignon, they bring out the good food. I want to really like indulge in the food here and then maybe scale back on the drinking at something else. So it's really all about just picking and choosing your battles when you have multiple barbecues in a weekend. If you only have the one, that's cool. You know, try to keep your week relatively healthy so that, you know, you can enjoy it and it won't really be a big deal. You know, if you have, you know, six really great healthy days of eating and one not so great day, one out of seven is nowhere near the majority. So you're still going to see results. So don't think that you're not. The trick, though, is getting right back on track. So as I mentioned earlier, you want to make sure that you've done your grocery shopping, that you have all your stuff for the week, because that's a big mistake that people make. And then just get back to your normally scheduled eating patterns that's the best way to think about it really kind of break food down into that funner fuel mentality and at a barbecue it's supposed to be fun but then on monday it's back to fuel and you know obviously want to make sure that it's fuel that you enjoy but if you think of them as two different intentions which i've talked about many times in many episodes it's much much easier to manage and deal with when you feel restricted and you don't really love the food you're going back towards um that's when it's quote unquote hard to get back on track so just to recap, when you're going into the barbecue, make sure that you don't go hungry. Saving your calories is the worst idea. I don't know who invented that logic, but it, it doesn't it doesn't work when you really break it down. You never want to go to a barbecue hungry. Um, look at the food, drinks, desserts. If you have multiple barbecues, kind of figure out what you want to do at which one or where you want to maybe indulge a little bit heavier on one and then scale back on the other. For the appetizers and the chips and stuff like that, if that's what you enjoy, I would say, you know, scale Bender calories there. You can maybe even skip the food. That's what I do a lot of the times. Or you can um, give yourself sort of a plate budget just to start to bring yourself, you know, conscious as to how much you're actually eating. And you could bring something that you can munch on without worrying about like a crudite or obviously shrimp cocktail. I'm sure there's more suggestions like that. With the food, you know, pick and choose, see what you want. Um, I personally think that the hamburger is a healthier choice if we're doing the hamburger hot dog standoff battle but obviously if there's grilled chicken if there's kebabs if there's steak there's probably a ton of of good options that you can choose from be careful with the carbohydrates try to keep it to one carb if you can Uh, desserts like i said hit or miss it's up to you if that's your thing go for it. if not you know maybe that would be an easy place to pass up on and just make sure that you are you know back to your normally scheduled eating patterns right afterwards so i hope that answered your questions if you had a question about barbecue that i did not address please go to instagram follow me at nutrition and dm me and ask me um and make sure you subscribe so every time that we post a new episode just like this you get a notification and it pops up in your podcast playlist all right so i hope you guys have an awesome week if you're going to a barbecue this weekend or a few i hope you have an amazing time and try these tips out let me know if they worked have a good one i'll catch you next time